0: Hello there, happy innovators. I'm going to share a story with you today. Something that I've been thinking about, well, a little bit lately, and maybe just over the course of my life, it's a story that kind of, you know, resurfaces in my memory from time to time. And I thought that I would share it with you. And basically, it goes like this. When I was really young, there was a friend of my mother's that uh, her family became friends with our family, through our mothers, okay? And uh, this woman was referred to as an aunt, even though she wasn't really my biological relative or my biological aunt. um, She was considered my aunt, and her children were considered cousins to my family when we were younger, growing up. You know, and it's still that way now, so it's not like it stopped or something. Um, but... So, anyway. When I was probably about 9 or 10 years old, okay, um... My aunt, D. we'll call her, just to protect her anonymity. Especially because she's no longer alive, so I guess we're not supposed to talk about people who have passed away, but... Um, Um, I'm going to go right ahead and tell you the story. And it's kind of a sad story. So be warned, okay? But basically, what happened was my aunt, you know, was married to my uncle. And um, my uncle, her husband, was murdered. He was having an affair with another woman and the husband of that woman murdered them both okay and and like I said I was really young when it happened so there were a lot of details and things that I didn't quite understand and um it wasn't like the adults would you know sit down and tell you everything you know um so there was a lot of just overhearing conversations with my parents and my aunt, and um, I remember um, around that time, I was spending quite a bit of time with my cousins, and, and uh, there were several children in their family, but most of them were older. There were three younger boys that were all kind of like in the same age range as my brother Steven, myself, and my younger brother Danny. So we would spend quite a bit of time over there playing with them, playing baseball and hanging out and arguing about you know, what band was better, Kiss or the Beatles, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I had mentioned this family before in a previous episode, but I never told this story. I don't think I've ever told it to anyone, really. But, uh, so, yeah. So her husband, my uncle, was involved in an extramarital affair, and both him and the woman he was having the affair with were murdered. They were killed. And the reason I'm telling the story is because I remember the aftermath of a lot of it, but it's through the eyes of a very young kid who wasn't privy to the details of the situation. I just knew that he had died, that he was killed by someone. Um, And this was somebody that I knew very well and somebody that I saw very often as a young kid. Spent a lot of time at their house and uh, you know, having dinners together, just, you know, a lot of fellowship with this family. And I loved my aunt, okay? She was a very gentle and gracious woman. She was a very spiritual woman. Uh, and so was my mother. So that's really how they were friends. You know, that's, that, that was how they bonded Was through their spirituality. They were close friends. And um, what's interesting about it, in hindsight, is that I spent a lot of time at their house. And I guess in some ways, maybe even more than my mother did. Because, you know, I would hang out with my cousins and I would sleep over. And, you know, we would hang out all day, you know. So, um, I kind of had a front row seat for the aftermath of this absolutely horrible situation. And I had the opportunity to observe how this family was coping not only with the loss of their father but coping with the circumstances in which they lost their father, okay? And I know this is a really heavy story. I mean, it really is. And like I said, it's something that I think about a lot. Uh, maybe even more so now than I did then because I have, a you know, an adult understanding of exactly what this meant to this family, you know? And now... Like I said, I spent a lot of time with my cousins. You know, we hung out a lot. But there was one particular incident that happened right after um, their father died. Their father was killed. Um, The youngest son and I were hanging out with each other. And um, I had slept over. And my aunt had given us some money to go to the store and get some candy. Okay? So, her son and I, um, I guess I'll call him Alex for the sake of this story. Okay? To protect his anonymity. Um, Alex and I uh, headed to the store to get some candy. And... Instead of buying candy for himself, okay? This is why I'm telling the story. Instead of buying candy for himself with the money, the allowance that he was given, and I had a little allowance myself, um, I bought candy, okay, for myself. And Alex instead made a beeline for the flower store. Okay. And and he bought his mother some flowers with the money. And at the time I thought to myself, like, man, you're crazy, you know? You could have gotten anything you wanted from the candy store and instead you bought flowers for your mom, you know. But of course I understand now exactly how selfless that act was from such a young kid okay because we were really young he was probably a couple years younger than me so he was probably about 8 years old but he had the inclination and the understanding of his mother's suffering you know I mean you can only imagine uh, what my aunt was going through not only had she been Betrayed by her husband um, via infidelity, but she also wound up losing him. You know, he was—he died a horrible death. He was murdered, and he was gone. So she was a victim of this situation, probably on a level that, even as an adult right now, I can't really truly appreciate how sad my aunt was, okay? But her son understood how sad she was. And he bought his mother some flowers instead of buying candy for himself. And I always remembered that, you know? It just stuck in my memory that um, somebody who was so young... And, um, you know, just a kid was in touch with his mother's state of being. My cousin, my young cousin, was so in tune with what his mother was going through that he was willing to forego, you know, a luxury for himself in order to give his mother some love and some comfort uh, and, and a gesture of selflessness and and kindness for her. And it always just stuck in my memory, you know, even to this day. I think I think about it even more now than I did back then. And um, I don't know, I guess there's not really a point to the story but it's something I wanted to share with you because it was something that was on my heart to talk about today you know and uh, not too long ago maybe about four years ago my aunt passed away too and uh, and I can say that um, I remember you know prior to her husband Being killed. She was a stay at home mother. And after her husband was killed, it meant that she was going to have to go to work in order to support the family. And um, I just, you know, I think about it because here was this woman who was probably, you know, one of the sweetest, gentlest women. You know, she was a very spiritual woman, very devout soul, you know, and she had this life that she had established with her husband and her family and by his actions, okay, it was all kind of like taken away from her and she was thrust into this circumstance where she had to be a working mother, you know, and I think about that a lot because um, it, it had to have been so difficult for her on so many levels and in so many ways. I mean, it was, um, it was a catastrophe in her life beyond, beyond any normal proportion or beyond anything that anyone should really have to deal with and unfortunately you know for her it was a situation that was thrust upon her and uh I can only imagine the heartache and the sadness and the um disappointment and the embarrassment and the um struggle that would ensue, not only coping with what had happened, but coping with the fact that her life completely changed overnight. And I guess it's worth mentioning here, okay, that throughout this trial that she was forced to endure, she never lost her faith and if anything she went deeper into her faith and my mother was her best friend she really was so i'm sure my mother had a hand in that healing too and together they bonded and my mother helped her through this terrible time and my and you know, eventually uh, you know, I wouldn't say she got over it Okay, I wouldn't say that she got over it but she dealt with it. She was able to deal with it. She was able to cope and move on. But I do kind of sense that even up until her own death a few years ago um, it was a burden that she was still carrying with her And, you know, when it's all said and done, like I said, um, what I remember the most about this very violent and horrible situation was was that my cousin, my young cousin, was sensitive enough to his mother's emotions. um, You know, because... Yeah, I was there, you know, some of the time. But I wasn't there all of the time. I wasn't completely aware of all of the things that happened to that family after their father had been murdered. You know? I can only imagine that there were a lot of conversations, a lot of crying. And I was only there for some of it. Not all of it. And my young cousin was thoughtful enough to forego something for himself and buy some flowers for his grieving mother. You know? And I'll never forget it as long as I live. And it's one of those things that, you know, even my mother isn't really aware of or anything. It was just one day... Him and I were hanging out, and I got to witness that kind of thing, and I'll just never forget it, you know? I'll just never forget it. And that's all I really wanted to share with you today was the story of my aunt, my cousin. So with that, this is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records signing off. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.